Today, let me give you four reasons why you should care about the conflict between Ukraine and Russia and care about America's involvement. I don't know about you, but it's easy for me to see that conflict and disconnect from it and and dismiss it. But there are some really serious reasons why we should care. Let me unpack and explain four of them for you today. Hope you're doing well. This is Sean King, and you are listening to The the, the Breakdown. You're going to end up hearing me say this a whole lot, but in life, you can only effectively fight, but really one or two battles. And for for that reason alone, I have been very, very reluctant to throw myself headfirst into this very serious conflict between Ukraine and Russia. First, let me say the conflict is primarily between Ukraine and Russia, not Russia and the United States, not Russia and Europe, not Russia and China, not Ukraine and any of those countries. It's a deep and serious, very personal conflict to those countries. It's about who should control what. It's about borders and boundaries. It's about what it means to be a sovereign nation. And all of those things matter in the scheme of the world. But with all of the things that I care about personally, the conflict between the United States and Russia is not necessarily high on my list. Ukrainian issues are not necessarily high on my list. Russian issues are not necessarily high on my list. And so it's easy for me, and this is something I care about the news I care about world affairs and international affairs deeply. It, it's, um, it, it's something that I track and try to understand. But it's easy for me to dismiss this because, you know, we are fighting daily for survival and fighting to find pathways to thrive just here in the United States. But I want to give you four reasons why we should care about the United States' role in that conflict and consequently really just that conflict in general. I want to make it personal. The first thing that I want to remind you is that any role the United States plays, you and I are paying for that. I, you know, I pay so much of my monthly and annual income in taxes. Where I live, taxes are astronomical. And, you know, taxes eat up so much of what I make, like 99% of you, I'm not able to avoid taxes and, and, and avoid the consequences of them like Donald Trump or, or other billionaires who have creative ways to avoid them. And so, like, we are funding whatever the American military does. Like, it's not somebody else. It's not their budget. It's the people's budget. And everything that we do around issues of war ends up being the single biggest line item in the American budget. And so we should always care about what happens with the American budget as far as domestic issues go, 
But anytime we put our nose in another country's business, the bill for that is astronomical. And you and I are paying, are paying for it. Your mother, your father, your sister, your brother, your children, uh, your aunts, your uncles, your colleagues, your classmates, all the taxes that we pay, your neighbors, everybody that you know and care about, the taxes we pay, we are the ones that fund these military conflicts, whether you agree with them or not. And because we are funding them, we should treat it like a moral obligation to care about what's happening with what we're paying for. Because whether you understand it or not, around the world, people hold our country, and and you and I are part of this country, hold our country responsible for the decisions it makes. Even though you and I may have had next to nothing to do with any of these decisions, you, you know, these are people we voted for. Uh, these are people that, uh, that, that may represent the party that we're affiliated with. So whether you see yourself as being responsible, it's our money and it's a democratic government. And so we really don't have the luxury of just checking out because they're doing things, good and evil, with the money that they take from us. And so we should care. You know, I'll go back to that idea, that concept, that budgets are moral documents. They show your priorities. They show your ethics. They show your integrity or, or lack thereof. And so when we think of budgets as moral documents, we need to understand that they, they have very serious implications. The second thing, and I think about this a great deal, is the, the United States Army is now literally steps away from being majority people of color. African-Americans, Latinos, and other communities and people groups of color are now almost the majority of the U.S. military. So whatever we used to think about these being, quote-unquote, white men's wars, it is generally the case that white men at high levels make a lot of these decisions, but thinking of it just as a white man's war, that's, that's just not true anymore. Uh, African-Americans and Latinos, uh, uh, indigenous Americans, Asian Americans and others are decision makers at every level of the military, every level of the American government. And even deeper than that, people of color are always on the front lines of the American military, particularly the U.S. Army, which I said is literally about to cross over 50% people of color any day now. And the same is true for for the Navy, for, for the Air Force and others. The percentage of people of color in each of those branches of the military is significant. And so it's not just a white issue. Like this issue affects the, the deployment of our own family, our own friends, our own neighbors and colleagues. So you should care because you're the one funding it. The taxpayer's budget, the taxpayer's money, that's us. That's, that's me and you. We should care because this isn't just a white people's war, any of these wars. These wars now represent the real demographics of America. We should also care for two other reasons that I take very personally. Any wars, any military conflicts 
are an excuse for a major money grab by the military industrial complex and all of the multi-billion dollar companies from, from Boeing on down that manufacture the weapons, the transportation, and then all of the thousands and thousands of contractors that grossly overcharge for everything from, from food to bedding to toilet paper and everything in between. So anytime there's a military conflict, all of a sudden the United States has unlimited money for that. doesn't matter how much it is. The United States basically writes blank checks again with our money. And it's a huge money grab for all of the military contracting companies. And again, it then begins, and this is my, my final point on why you should care. It begins to squeeze out all other priorities. Again, the first we should care because the billions and billions of dollars that are spent, that's our money. We should care because everybody, including black and brown people, are being sent to these military conflicts and wars and ended up being, you know, on the front lines and paying their lives with, you know, during these conflicts. It ends up being a major money grab for these, you know, military industrial companies. And lastly, if you care about any other issue, when, when the United States is involved with a military conflict, it squeezes all of those other issues out, pushes them all to the side. So if you care about issues of justice, police brutality, mass incarceration, the environment, poverty, uh, mental health, housing, what, what, what health care, whatever the issue is that you care about, when there's an international conflict, it's expensive, and it's expensive not only with the budget, but with the time and attention of the American government and every other issue just gets pushed aside, education, COVID, whatever it is, all of a sudden this thing dominates the, the hearts and minds of the American government and ultimately pushes all priorities out. That's a problem. And none of us can really afford for our government to function that way. Not now, not ever. So I care what happens. Um, you know, I care what happens on a human level because these are real people, the, both the Ukrainians and Russians. Like, I don't see either of them as all good or all bad, and none of us should do that. That's not really how humanity works. Of course, in the United States, they want us to think that everything Russian is bad. You know, everything American is good, but we know better. Like, it, neither of those is is true. And, of course, Russia is good, bad, and evil. The United States is good, bad, and evil. Ukraine is good, bad, and evil. Like, it's just, that's how it actually is. But I'm not asking you to become obsessed with this issue, but we also can't quite afford to just tune it out and unplug. I hope that makes sense. I hope that gives you, you know, something to hang on to as to why you should care and not just click away or, or you know, avert your eyes and attention because it affects all of us. Glad to be back. Had a, a day off with my family yesterday, but we'll be right back here every day of the week uh, for the breakdown. And listen, if you are not yet a member at the Northstar.com, we need, need, need you to join. You can go right now. You can become a member for as little as eight bucks. You can cancel anytime. It's super easy to cancel. 
go to the northstar.com and if you love this podcast if you love the articles that we have it's all underwritten by everyday people just like yourself take care everybody break it down I'm Tiffany Hawkins. I'm Alan Boomer. And we are the Momentum Advisors. Every single week, we talk about wealth management, personal finance, and entrepreneurship. We are financial advisors by day. We're entrepreneurs by night. We're building wealth for ourselves, and we want to make sure that you understand how to build wealth in your own family. Tune in for shows like Is Your Money Racist? Retirement Savings? Investment 101? We literally run the gamut on all the things that you need to know about financial wealth, creating a legacy for your family, and really just wealth creation as a whole. What we find is that these conversations are happening, but they're not happening as much as they need to in diverse communities. And so we're bringing a new voice, a new amount of energy, and we want you to tune in. So we bring the tips, we bring the strategy, and we always bring the good news. So make sure you tune in every week to the Momentum Advisors. There's something for everyone. Momentum.